Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here on your radio. No, no, not on your radio. Why would I do that? Been podcasting all these years and I'm asking about a radio dial. But it could be on the radio. It could, could be going could through, through a radio. Your radio. Yeah. So, like, so I guess technically then we would be on that radio. I guess you're right, yeah. Way to turn a negative into a positive, Joel. That's why I have you on the show, just to saying, be totally honest you with weren't you. weren't wrong. Well, thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you're getting podcasts from. We appreciate your time. We appreciate you tuning in, and we appreciate all our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House. I had a little birdie in my ear that we, we, you know, Churning Spoon might be happening sooner than we, when we think. No, 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 for sure. Haven't gotten the real dates on that yet, but, you know, let's just say the rumor mill is a churning, if you know what I'm trying to say. If you smell what I'm cooking. If you're smell picking up what, what I'm churning. laying down. Yeah, I you shouldn't smell what I'm churning. That doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> that sounds that sounds bad, to be honest with you. It does sound pretty terrible. So, uh, and, of course, Stranger has been open with you throughout this whole pandemic process. So, hopefully, you've been uh, coming by to see them right now. You know, hey, don't wanna, you don't want to wear a mask? Well... I got, a, I got a solution for you. Go to the drive-thru. I did today, man. It was like 100 degrees outside. I hit up the iced albino squirrel, and man, it hit the spot. Good stuff. Heck, it's, it's that hot outside. Never mind a mask. You just don't want to get out of the car, period. It's got nothing to do with health. It's just I don't want to be hot. <laughs> so uh, head by there today. Get you, uh, man, the ice drinks. They will they will give you the, the cool down and the boost that you need mid-afternoon when you need to get through the rest of your day. Our good friends over at College Corner have uh, continued their money laundering scheme. They're laundering money directly to your pocket. It's the first ever money laundering scheme that there are no victims, except for College Corner, I guess. But they aren't really a victim because they appreciate your business. They want to see you shopping with them. They want to see you shopping locally. You can do that at their two Jackson locations. They're over in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you just shop online at collegecornerstore.com. And, of course, that's where you can get those gift cards for 30% off. $100 in gift card. Only a $70 purchase. It can't be beat. You know what I'm sitting here thinking about? The old Fred's commercials. Fred, you're giving away the store. It's well, funny it's- you say that. The guy who owns College Corner's name is Fred. No, I'm just kidding. That's not. That's not. That's, <laughs> wanted to see what you do. I was. I was hoping I'd get like a really out of you, and it didn't happen. Oh well. So anyway, for, no. what? If his name was Fred, he'd, he'd be, be giving away the whole store. store. Right. And if his name's Roger, he's giving away the store. Doesn't matter what Fred, his name is. Doesn't matter what your name is. A lot of rock references early in the show. That's a good <laughs> sign, in my opinion. Uh, our good friends over at. Co- I'm sorry, I'm switching gears here. Our good friends over at Advantage Business Systems want you to know that even in these uncertain times, it might be the time for you to look at upgrading things around your business. Getting your hardware upgraded, software, mailing solutions, information management systems, whatever it is you're looking to do with your business, the folks at Advantage Business Systems have a solution and a path to make things more efficient for you. That's what you get when you deal with somebody who has 45 years of experience. Nearly as much experience in business matters as I have in all matters. 
So, I mean, that, that's a long, long time on this earth. Yeah. Y'all are old. We sure are. We got that old man strength, though, let me tell you that. So give them a call today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com. Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. All right. So tomorrow's the rumblings, so that would have been the 15th. So, you know, that's what we'll be doing on that day. Um, But what we should have been doing on that day is what we're going to do today, and that is we should have been recapping Mississippi State's turn at the podium for SEC Media Days. As we speak, uh, I should be doing this podcast probably alone in a hotel room with my headset on. Uh, Joel would be, you know, a couple, I guess a day or so away from driving over to Hotlanta. Um, would you, you'd have had to stay at least one night, wouldn't you? Like the day, In Atlanta, I probably would have stayed a night. The yeah. night before? The last time it was in Atlanta, I stayed a night. Stay the night before? Yeah. because yeah, I mean, that's... Otherwise, you're talking about getting up at, like, what, yeah. 4 in the morning? Actually, it would probably depend on when State went. Like, if they went at 8 a.m., I would stay the night before. Yeah. If they went, like, if they I don't know, if they went in the afternoon, I could just make a... You make a day trip out of it. Yeah. Of course, you know, if the Braves were in town... Well, they're in town. You know what I mean. <laughs> so, In fact, as we speak, I think they're on TV tonight. Who, who's Christian they, they He's one of our top prospects, man. He got hurt. Yeah, he, he slid in a second like jammed. Is he okay? I haven't checked yet. Because I saw Barrett Salih tweeting about I, it. I was being uh, Coach Joel T. earlier tonight. Cal How'd that T. go, I, by the way? Yeah. yeah. Went good. Went good. Did y'all uh, win? Uh, it's kind of weird how they're doing I've, I've done I've done this, this though, yeah. They're not really keeping scores. It's just basically well, everybody goes he? through the... Cal is four. Yeah, they don't keep score at that, at but that time. But here's the deal. like His age group, he's supposed to do the, the local smart start thing or whatever they call it mm-hmm. here, but they kind of... They bang that off the table because mm-hmm. of the pandemic stuff. And so they're doing like this, just a shortened free season for everybody. Yeah. And there really wasn't an age group for Cal T, but they were like, hey, he's four. He, he can play up. So it's just, it's everybody's out like, there with They just like let him bat five. around every yeah, inning. Yeah, every, 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 the whole team bats, and then the other team bats, and then so. your team bats again. But anyway, yeah. I was a little worried that... That's uh, like a time limit thing, right? That the kids would be a, a year or so older than him, and he wouldn't... Be, but no, he, he did better than I thought. I mean, he had a moment or two where Coleman he just ran... Blood. Yeah, he, he had a moment or two where he ran off the field to go check, make sure Mama was still watching and that sort of thing. But, yeah. But overall, I was kind of pleased with he how he watches went. baseball every day of his life with you. Yeah, he does. So he knows how to play. He knows L- what's literally. Going on. The other day, I was sitting there watching MLB Network, and it was the 1985 uh, Braves Rick Camp game that went like 19 innings. Why and, would you subject yourself uh, to anything? 1983 to 1989 Braves. I mean, Why would you do such and, a thing? I knew they were going to lose, but yeah. still, it's a historic game. Uh, anyway, well, good for Cal T. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, we would have been in Atlanta. Yeah. So I guess we're going to look at this from two different perspectives because I think that what happens for Mississippi State, let's just, let's just say that they decided to have media days anyway, despite all of this. For whatever reason, they just decided we're, we, we feel like we can do it. I think that media days and the non-pandemic media days are totally different. Yes. So let's do non-pandemic media days. Let's pretend that none of this crap ever happened. Somebody said COVID-19 and you would be like, what? What is that? What is that? I don't know what that is. How Ugh. great would that be, by the way? Uh, oh. just, just, just close your eyes for a minute, folks. Just don't. If you're driving, don't. Yeah. Keep your eyes on the road, but zone out a little bit if you can. And just think of a world without this. Oh my God, life would I'd be so happy. I would be so happy. Who went with Leach? Errol Thompson is a lock. Yes. And then who else? I think Kylan Hill's a lock. Okay. Uh, Did they take Costello? I I was. We had a show asking who they we were going to send we about a month or two or three ago, 
And I think I was banging the drum, and I still am, that he is your starting quarterback. I don't care what anybody says, and everybody knows it. So that's who people want to talk to. So that's who I would send if I was in charge. That's mm-hmm. who I would be. That's who I would be, you know, I guess pushing them, pushing Mike Leach to take. I'd, I'd be interested to ask to see, and I may do this, see, like, did, did you guys kind of have somebody lined yeah. up to go? Who was it? Uh, yeah. That's probably something we could find out at this point. Probably. But, they probably tell us. Yeah, why not? Um, I, th- I think Costello, you know, especially, you know, if you go back to the interview that we did with him, I, I, you were here for that, weren't you? No, I was not here for that. Okay, you, so you did that solo. he talked about the original plan before everything was going on was to get here at the end of the spring. He would have been here for like the last couple of weeks of practice. So if that had been the case, I think, yeah, they would have brought him along because it, w- it wouldn't have been a situation of, yeah, he just got here a month ago and, you know, he knows, sort of knows his teammate. You don't want to put him in a situation where they're like asking him about, so, you know, when you met Javante Payton and he's like, I don't, I don't really know him that well. You know, you wanted, he would have had time with them. Yeah. Uh, so I guess in our perfect world, Thing we're talking about here, yeah, he would have been there, and then I mean that's the three stars, man. KJ, yeah, Kylan, you're not wrong. Uh, Errol Thompson, I mean that's the the three most talked about guys, right? I mean, who else could you even put in that conversation? Because look, no offense to guys like you know Darren Parker and Greg Island filling the offensive lineman. I mean that's great and all, but it's a good honor for them. But from a if this is all about putting your stars in front of the camera or whatever, I mean, offensive linemen are some of the most, you know, <laughs> they don't get enough credit for sure. Um, but I just don't think that's the route you go. You put, To me, media days is all about putting the guys that are the face of your program in front of the camera. Yeah. And I think that 2020 Mississippi State football, who else is the face that would be higher than KJ, yeah. Colin Hill, or Errol Thompson. And in a Mike Leach offense, you want to talk to the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you really do. Um, what's the big storyline? I mean, is it all about Leach's return to the SEC? I mean, as the first time as a head coach, uh, you know, bringing Costello in, you know, is it is it about, you know, do you feel like your offense is going it's, to, it's all about the offense, right? That's all anybody's asking about. Probably, that's probably even what they're asking Errol Thompson about. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, KJ, why did you why did you why did you go play for this, you know, Mike Leach kind of deal? Uh, I also think another storyline would have just been the the egg bowl dynamic. I think that would have been brought. That would have been brought because and, and Kiffin just, Leach. Just for the record, Kiffin would have gone today on Tuesday as you're listening. Yeah, so he he would have already got. So he would have already got, and you would have had some. Coach Kiffin said this. How do you react to that kind of stuff? Yeah. Which would have been fascinating, I imagine. I, I think it would have been a little bit with Kylan. You know, you, you led the league in rushing in the regular season last year. You're going to be asked to do a, a lot more in the passing game. Can you do it? You, you know, it had been some of those type questions. Uh, I think with Errol, it, it may it may would have been some of the you – know, <laughs> talking about maybe has the defense progressed because you know last year took a step back obviously losing jeffrey and montez and those kind of guys thoughts on it this year those are some of the basic things um media days there's always some non-basic things though you remember dan mullen used to get asked every darn year about his shoes Mm -hmm. i mean you could bank on it what would have been Uh, that this year then well i mean this is the problem here's where your your problem is is that mike leach is the king of non-basic things yes 
Yeah. So the base, the non-basic things might have been the football questions with Mike Leach. Got and it, honestly, it, as much as I, I love media days, I'm not one of these people who complains about it. I like, go, I love my job. I like going over there. I see a lot of my friends. That's fine. But what I don't like is when interviews get hijacked by people who don't cover the program, just trying to get a soundbite. It was really bad. Moorhead's first year. Because he had to rehash all of these, you're coming from the north, what do you think of the south? Questions about the food and the heat and, you know, people are asking him what his favorite car was. It was just, it's just dumb. I'm sitting there with a list of, like, I have actual questions that MSU fans would like to know the answer to. Could you shut these people up? I say, if I sound angry, I was. But it would have been the same thing here. I would have, like, I have questions that MSU fans want to know the answer to. You're up here trying to get a soundbite for, your, you know, to, to go to aggregate. Yeah. Like, stop. You know, it yeah. would have been annoying trying to get our oh, questions there, in. There would have been a ton of that in the main room with, with Leach. Yeah. There would have been a ton of the trying to get him to, to have one of those here's something funny we can put on the 6 o'clock news moments. Yeah. Uh, that would have happened. You could bank on that. Probably a quarter of the questions or more would have been trying trying to get a soundbite. Yeah. That, that had nothing to do with trying to... Uh, you know, discover things about your team. Right. Mike Leach, though, you might ask him a regular question and get a soundbite. Yeah, you never know. Literally, when he opens his mouth, you have no idea what kind of journey you're about to partake on. Yeah. What's Kylan Hill talking about? Now, again, this is no pandemic Kylan Hill. Yeah. Why did you come back? You know, you, you put your name in the hat, to, and then you, you decided to come back. Did you Did you know Mike Leach? Did, did he... Did he? Did Mike Leach have been hired when he decided to come back? Right. So then, how, yes. how did how did, how that, did that factor? How did that factor decision? in? You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you catch the ball eighty times? And also, I mean, I don't know that you know the flag change would that have happened without the pandemic? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in the second half. Yeah. It, and if so, I mean, maybe that. But but football wise, yeah, I think you hit on it. And I, and I think it was like I was saying a while ago. I mean, he's a guy that led the SEC in the regular season in rushing. And now you're going to be asked to go out there and catch 50, 60, 70 passes this season. You've never done that kind of thing before. How are you as a receiver, Kylan? You know, get him to talk about uh, his thoughts on being basically half running back, half receiver. Yeah. Which is what he would have to be. Right. And what he's going to have to be if this season gets off the ground. So, I mean, obviously you're going to say all the right things. You're not going to say, oh, I don't think I can catch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. but. But those are the types of things that would have been discussed. And then for Costello, it's sort of the same thing we're talking about with Leach, is I don't know how many football questions he would have gotten. It would have been a whole ton of, you know, oh, you know, you moved from California to Starkville, culture shock, you know, and it would have been all of that. There would have been very little, you know, are you ready to throw the ball 50 times a game kind of stuff. Do you agree? Yeah. I, I think it would have been interesting just to hear him talk about why why hit your wagon to, to Mike Leach? I mean, I think it's kind of self-explanatory with right. the, the type of offense that he runs. But to, for the first time on that stage, he would get to sit there and tell the nation, you know, if it's on SEC Network. And so, right. I mean, he, he would get to explain himself and kind of introduce himself, really, because I don't he hadn't really gotten that chance yeah. yet to introduce himself to Mississippi State fans or SEC fans. Uh, I dare say that for a lot of folks, a lot of diehard Mississippi State fans, K.J. Costello could walk right in front of them and they wouldn't be sure it was him. I honestly don't have a good idea what he looks like. 
Like if a tall blonde dude walked in front of me, I'd be like, that might be him. But I don't I not for sure. I mean, all I've seen is pictures. Yeah. I mean, I think if I saw him, I'm I would, pretty sure I would I recognize it, but yeah. don't hundred percent. It's not like know Kylan. That. If Kylan, yeah. Kylan I'd be like, Yeah, it's Kylan Hill. Yeah. Kylan Hill, what's up? Errol too. Um, yeah. Errol, would they know us? That's the real question. Errol would. Errol probably Errol would. Errol and Kylan would. Errol Kylan should. They would at least know I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Errol he uh he congratulated me when I had Cowbell Corner. Well, look at that, Errol. I mean, I'm not saying that we best bud and go out to dinner or something, but he knows he who is, I am. He is part of our group. He is part of the No Tattoo Brotherhood. <laughs> Unless he got one while we while the, uh, there saw, you know, this pandemic, he might have had one now. But last we saw him, he was part of the. He you know, he is like the only guy on the team, and that everybody else is over there with Steve in the <laughs> Tattoo Brotherhood. Um, but now Arrow would be getting peppered with three three five questions, probably. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that. And, of course, you know, how much are they bringing up Moorhead? Like, you know, what happened there? Only two years. Do you think Kylan and Errol get into some of those questions? I mean, yeah, somebody. Some of that, it. that would come up, I would think. I agree. I mean, they would probably be trained pretty well by Brandon Langlois and company to avoid such de- deflect such talk. Yeah. But, you know, uh, we would have liked to have won more, but it just didn't work out, and we're very excited about Coach Leach, blah, blah, blah. I'm not here to talk about the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. Wasn't that uh, Barry Bonds or somebody? No, it was McGuire. Was it McGuire? Yeah. Yeah. McGuire, same one where Raphael points his finger. Um, yeah. So those are the, uh, the, the, uh, you know, the basics of what we would have been going over on Wednesday had we just had normal life. Let's talk about what would have happened otherwise if they had just decided – or they felt good about, you know, even if it was virtual, I guess, how they would have done it. Uh, but let's move on into that, and that's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. I'm going to be hitting them up again this week, I believe. I, I think I'm going to go simple this week. Let's do some burgers. Buddy, they were – I'm not, my wife will tell you, I am not a leftovers kind of guy. I like to eat, and then whatever – as far as I'm concerned, I don't care how much – put it in the trash. I, the chances of me going back to the fridge – for leftovers is low. My wife, on the other hand, would have us eat actual mold if she could. All right, she will keep food forever. Like I cannot tell you, I'm like Jennifer, like it is literally growing something. Please throw it away before it overtakes the house and kills us all. <laughs> okay, you know, it's just, it's just, I, I'm not a leftovers guy, but that was fantastic. That was better the next day. I don't know how. But that was fantastic. I was so happy with my barbecue nachos. Oh, there are some things in life that are, to me, like better the next day. Lasagna, to me, out of the out of the refrigerator, uh-huh. cold the next day. Cold? Yes. Oh, cold I, I, lasagna? I, I like cold lasagna. I like cold pizza. I like cold spaghetti. Oh, no. I can't do that. Oh, I love it. I like cold. I'll, maybe, I'll, I'm, maybe I'm unusual. I'll eat lasagna the next day. It's it's good, but it's not, you know. A day is my, that's that's the window. Two days, that food is bad. Throw it out. Yeah, I'm not gonna eat. It. I'm not gonna eat it. Uh, I'm kind of like that. Like yeah. I will eat leftovers, but it's almost always the day after it was done. Yeah. yeah. That said, I think I'm gonna keep it easy this week. I'm gonna hit the Welcome Home Beef up some of their fantastic burgers. If you haven't tried a Welcome Home Beef burger, you're really missing out. I know a lot of places talk about like having steak burgers, but that's really what these are. All right, they're putting the the the, the best cuts of the cow into their burgers. Any cow that doesn't meet their high standards for steak. Now look, think about their steaks. The best you can get, right? They got a cow. It's just not quite where they want it for steak. That doesn't mean that's not going to make fantastic burger meat. 
That's what they're doing. They're grinding that up. They're giving you all the best parts of the cow. And when you put that thing on the grill or in the pan, buddy, it's like eating a steak on a bun. It is fantastic. I can't recommend them enough. That's what I'm going to do this weekend, and you should too. Or you can just get a steak or just whatever you want. Again, make the call. Find out what they can do for you. They're willing to help. They're willing to go the extra mile for you. I would. I, I can't recommend them enough. So give them a call, 662-418-2021, or visit them online at facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. You can place your order right there, and they're free, like I said, feel free to ask them any questions. Find out what you're looking for. My burgers are going to do it. Those steaks will do it. Whatever it is from Welcome Home Beef, one thing is guaranteed. It just tastes good. All right. Well, we got to talk about it again, I guess. If we had, uh, if everything had been the way it has been, and they decided to do some form of media days, Kylan Hill is probably the most anticipated guy there. Yep. Like even more than Saban. I don't know about that. Every national media member would have won. Look, Saban's going to get a lot for touchdown Alabama and all that. Every member of the national media would have wanted to talk to Kylan Hill. That's like probably fair. You know when they put the athlete. The way they do the athletes, just to give you guys a little, you know, idea of what it is. Now, for me, it's different because I do the uh, the radio internet room. I may have to do that now. You probably will. Which I'm telling you, it's better. It's just better. Yeah, in there. It's a smaller crowd, smaller, more intimate setting. Yeah. Um, and you can just get whatever you want, more or less. That's a good question. I wonder where I would have been. <laughs> technically, I mean, you work for Sports Illustrated. Technically, so I mean, you probably. You probably could be a chameleon and go wherever you want. Yeah. And nobody ever questions the radio internet room. You just come on in. Just there. go have a seat. You just go have a seat. I remember it was it the last time I was in Atlanta, Brett Hudson snuck in there when Moorhead was talking. I just looked at him, I was like, get out. This is my room. I'm the only one in here. <coughs> anyway. But Kylan Hill, when when they do the athletes, they bring them to the to the different rooms. But in the main room, they sort of have them set off to the side at a table. And you just sort of gotta get up there the best you can. Now if you cover Mississippi State, like last year, you know, you're trying to get Farad Green, Errol Thompson, and and uh, who was in there, Daryl Williams, not a huge challenge, right? Because there's not a whole ton of people that want to talk to him. You would have had to be camped out for Kylan Hill. It would have been like, I mean, it probably would have been like Dak's senior year a little bit more. Because even, yeah, because there's there's a social matter at hand. Yeah, because there. honestly, there might have been news media there. There might have yeah. been CNN, NBC News. Fox News kind of things. Well, it literally would have been right next door to CNN. Yeah, it was right there. So, yeah. There, I think that would have been the case with Kylan Hill. He would have done – he would have had to talk to maybe 200 people at once. It would have been a madhouse. So, in that way – and, gosh, if we had been virtually, I cannot imagine. We, I mean, getting in a question – us getting in a question with Kylan Hill would have been near impossible unless they had set us up. Well, I guess that could still happen at some point here. It could. Uh just a little more inside baseball. Usually, because they know it's such a, a difficult situation, and you know what we're just talking about about how everybody these guys want to get their questions in, they will allow they, they allow the local media to meet with these guys sort of off camera yeah. to have, and, and every school does that. It's not a uh, it's not a Mississippi State thing. Um, but Kylan Hill would have been the absolute focus. I'm telling you of the whole shebang. Because what what are the interesting storylines? Alabama again, you know Georgia. I mean Georgia would have been interesting. Think about Kirby Smart was supposed to take the podium tomorrow, and JT Daniels was declared eligible today. Yeah. So that would have been interesting. But even then, it's just like you know what Georgia is. Obviously LSU is an interesting storyline. What are they going to do for an encore? You know, obviously you think they're going to take a step back, but do you, you don't know? You know, I didn't think they were going to win 15 games last year either. Yeah. But 
overall, it's Kylan Hill. Yeah. Here's an interesting question. How does he handle that is my first question. Let me go, there, go first. Okay. I think he handles it pretty well. Yeah. I mean, Kylan has gotten a ton better with media over his time at yeah. Mississippi State. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know that he's one that's going to, you know, just talk a lot. But I think he would have handled it well. Mm-hmm. I think he would have he would he would have handled himself well and, and answered answered the questions extremely well. What I wonder, and I guess they may just would have not brought him in this instance, if the flag had not changed. Mm-hmm. I, I I wonder what they would have done because Kylan is a guy that I think is a slam dunk to go to media day. No matter what. I mean, he's not like a K.J. Costello where you can make a case to not even send him. I mean, Kylan Hill is your star, the all-SEC guy. I mean, he is a slam dunk to go. If the flag hadn't changed, he had, of course, said that he was not going to represent this state anymore. Well, he wouldn't have gone. Well, I was going to say, yeah. he can't go to media day, I guess, at that point, if he's going to hold to that, right? Uh, anyway, we'll never know the answer to that question. But back to how would he have handled himself? I mean, I've never seen him in a media setting not handle it well. I agree, but at the same time, he would never would have been in a media setting like he was about to walk into in this situation. Yeah, and I, I mean, he may have been very short with his words. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kylan, to me, has always been an interview where if you get him one-on-one, he's he's pretty good. Yeah. And the more people you start cramming in there, I mean, it's not that he's bad. He just clam up's probably the wrong way to say it, but he's just not as talkative. And, and so, I think he would have answered everything just fine. It just may not have been very much in depth. I don't know. It just depends on so much of that. So much with how well a guy handles something has to do with the questions they're asked. I, I, I'll own it. So many times I ask, "What are good questions?" But I ask them in just crappy ways. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you, you have a question and you know in your mind what you're asking and then you ask it and the way you ask it doesn't come out right. Right. And it kind of leaves the guy you're asking it to to not answer a question as in-depth or the way that you had in mind. Right. And, and so... I know exactly how you feel <laughs> from my Keaton Thompson question back in uh, at Media Days. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, I'll never forget that. Long <laughs> I live. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't think he would have said anything that would have embarrassed Mississippi State. No, no, no or, I don't think so either. I just, I just, you never know how somebody's going to react till they, they're in the situation. You know, and of course, this is one of those things like, you know, what's pressure? Answering a bunch of questions or harrying the football with eleven Alabama defenders trying to kill you. Yeah, you know, he knows what real pressure is. Yeah. So, and he also would know what was coming going in. You would think so. He yeah. would not show up over there and be like, "Wow, well, everybody wants to ask me about." It. I mean, he would know. Um, and so, no one's half the battle. I, I think he would have handled it like a pro. Now, some guys are just better with words and and just better in that setting than others. Um, and like I said, Kylan, I could see him being very short with his words, but I think he would have handled it extremely well. Yeah, he'd have been fine. And it would have been interesting. It would have been very interesting to see him, I mean, with that kind of platform, you know. I mean, he would have been treated as a hero, too. Regardless of what you, the listener, may think about the state flag, the media that showed up for this were going to laud him yes. as as the man who made this, this decision happen. So it would have been very uh, fascinating to watch. 
Um, and then you would have had, you know, obviously in this pandemic world, Leach, you know, and they, I think the, the, the tweet would have come up. Yeah. Gosh, man. So much. It's been so long. I, I, I'd about forgotten about it. It would have come up because it happened, you know, as a result of the coronavirus. You know, it was, I mean, they sort of added together. I don't think you do, but do you get any, like, with Kiffin and, and, and Leach, Jerry and Jones and Fabian Lovett questions and stuff? I, like, I don't think does so. Does any well, of that come back up? The only people who know about that are us and the Ole Miss people. The national people don't really know what happened yeah. there. You know, they, they just see a couple kids left MSU and then they went to Florida State. Yeah. They don't know all the backstory on that. Um, but you have that, and then you have, you know, Leach is a, an avowed conservative, and he's a Trump guy. So he, you would have gotten some questions about that. Um, and then Costello, sort of the same thing. There would have been, like, a lot of questions, like, what's different about the way they handle it in California versus what you've seen in Mississippi? You know? That, I mean, the storyline... I'll line. be totally honest with you. Talking this out loud, I'm glad we're not doing this. Because we wouldn't be learning anything. No, because you'd be talking about how was the testing procedures, and are you comfortable playing, and... I mean, all those kinds of things. That, that, that's that's the route you would go down. You you wouldn't be asking about air raid offenses and three three five defenses, and it would all be, for the most part, virus related and social issues. Just would. Yeah. And and we probably would not learn a ton as far as the actual twenty twenty Mississippi State Bulldogs on the field. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that said, I mean. Look, we, we haven't gotten the chance to talk to players much the last forever. So, I mean, it would have been great to just get their take on whatever we could get their take on. Mm-hmm. Whether it was as simple as what are these new procedures like and, you know, do you think it's going to slow you down come, come September, October, whenever you kick off, the fact that you hadn't didn't have a spring practice and, Things have been so different, but I don't know. We'll never know the answer to these questions because it's not going to happen. Yeah, no unless way. it happens virtually eventually. So, which might happen. Could they I, have but, not? They but, have not just said SEC media days the thing. canceled. They've just by the time they get to it, and they're like, okay, we're going to start the season October blah, and media days is September the blah. We're just going to be so excited to talk about football at that point. They might just it might not be all football questions. It might be all like, well, when did you find out? And have you been practicing? Blah blah blah. So it's funny. It's it's like a it's sort of like a, a roller coaster. You know, we're just sort of following the track right now. Yeah. Keep your screams to yourself, evidently, as they're saying over in Japan right now. Aren't you just so sick of this? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, man, it goes beyond just you know. I would like life to get. I would like to be able to go to restaurants without worrying. I would like to be able to just. To, I, I don't like wearing a mask. I'm wearing it, but I don't like doing. It. I, I, you know, I would like life to be back to normal. But holy bleep. Uh, <laughs> You know, I work in the sports industry. Yeah. Like, I need sports to happen because that's what I do for a living. Now, somebody asked us about that on the text line today. I said, yeah, I'm obviously worried. But at the same time, some sports are happening. All right? In a few, in a couple of weeks, Sports Talk Mississippi, we can talk about basketball and baseball. The NFL is going to happen. That's going to happen. So we'll have stuff to talk about, but we won't have Mississippi State and Ole Miss stuff to talk about maybe. And you know, and this podcast, I mean, I feel like we've done a good job, but holy crap, I'm I'm gonna run out of stuff. We're gonna run out of stuff eventually. Oh well, I mean, I know this, I know the struggle because yeah. I'm trying to put out at least. And three you're doing pieces. a lot more content than I I'm am. Trying to, I'm trying my darndest to do at least three pieces of content per day, which is 21 per week, minimum. You know, multiply that times four and a half. It's about 100 pieces of content a, a month minimum, and there's no sports. Exactly. So and so, yeah. 
kind of like I told you guys the other day, if you see a few stinkers, well, I'm just trying to yeah, we're doing the best we can. Trying to keep a job here, guys. Tomorrow's show. If Mississippi State were to change colors, what would they change them to? <laughs> so, that is said, tomorrow's show is the rumblings. Did we come up with an idea? No. Mm. 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 <laughs> mm. The brainstorming session live <laughs> on air. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm not very handy, so it's like I was gonna do like you know we can't do a handyman show. <laughs> if I get Buddy on Rock and Roll Handyman, if I could get him on to replace you for a show, that'd be the easiest okay. show. Be the easiest show ever. I just got to read the questions, <laughs> answer it. Landscaping with thunder and lightning. I don't know anything about that. I can cut your grass, but all I can do. Oh, no, I let weed my, eat. I let my kids cut the grass. Uh, it must be nice. Well, they'll get there eventually, Joel. You got about. I'm just gonna sit there on about the... six more years. At, at ten, he can cut the grass. You can get cow tea out there, and he then... sits on my lap while I cut the grass. Now, oh, you got a riding mower? Oh yeah. Oh, that's easy. I got over an acre, man. I'm not push mowing that. I don't know how much you have. I've never been to Casa de la Coleman. <laughs> well, come on over. No, there's a pandemic. <laughs> Your wife's pregnant. I'm not coming over there. That's a terrible idea. When it's all said and done, we will. We're family. I see you uh, every day right uh, here. Yeah. Uh, uh, we can socially distance better at my house than we can in this studio. You're not, you're not wrong about that. Uh, Still undecided. No, we haven't. We'll think about it, and we'll we'll tweet it out in the morning. Yeah. We'll put some thought to it. So check the Twitters. Check the Twitter. We'll come up with an idea. All right. Have a great uh, Tuesday. Back with you on Wednesday. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.